time is running out for a Colorado task force charged with easing tensions around oil and gas drilling in the state. The task force was created late last year as part of a deal to avoid a handful of competing oil and gas ballot measures. Members are hoping to settle on policy recommendations for the governor and the legislature during two days of meetings next week. But Dan Boyce with our Inside Energy team tells us addressing the concerns of those most affected by drilling may be a tall order. Geese are flying overhead at Eric Ewing's family home in the rural northern Colorado plains. The sun is setting beautifully over the Front Range Mountains. It was heaven on earth for us for the first few years. Oil and gas production is a part of life here in Weld County, and Ewing, he knew this. Yeah, I mean, we have family that drill. We need energy. What he didn't know, or didn't expect, is that production would take off like it has in the last year. This is what he hears a lot more now than geese. Truck after truck driving between the new production sites now surrounding his home on all sides. A gas processing facility. That's to the south. Half a dozen wells there, half a dozen wells to the west. More to the north. Last summer, a well was drilled 650 feet from his house, just outside the state-mandated setback of 500 feet. It feels like I live in a factory. The situation has turned Ewing into a reluctant activist. We cannot let them walk out of here without at least 2,000-foot setbacks and community rights. Here he's speaking at a demonstration outside a meeting of the state's oil and gas task force in November. In a lot of ways, Ewing's concerns about noise, air pollution, and quality of life impacts are exactly what the task force was formed to try to appease. My name is Pat Quinn. I am the former mayor of uh, Brookfield, Colorado. 19 members, government leaders. Hello, I'm Brad Holly with Anadarko Petroleum. Industry representatives and citizens, too. Meeting since last September to try to find a way to address the complaints of those who don't want drilling next to homes and schools, while protecting constitutional mineral rights and trying not to hinder the oil and gas production, which is a major economic driver and job creator for this state. We've been given a very difficult task to accomplish in five months. That's Gwen Lackle. She's co-chair of the task force and also a county commissioner. The multi-day meetings so far have largely been information gathering. But this next meeting is critical to meet an end-of-February deadline for agreement on recommendations. The group can suggest state policy changes for the governor's office with a simple majority. Yet two-thirds approval is needed for the group to formally suggest actual legislation to state lawmakers. So far, Lackalt sees two broad areas of agreement. Large oil and gas facilities need to be located away from homes and neighborhoods. And she says there's agreement more staff are needed at state regulatory agencies. But will that result in anything more than suggestions, real legislative action? At this point, Lackalt is skeptical. I'm hoping I'll be surprised. But given how political these issues are, and let's face it, the drop in oil prices will likely have an impact on the industry members of our task force. Falling oil prices are likely to make the industry participants less willing to support expensive compromises. 
The representatives of the task force from oil and gas companies declined to go on tape for this story. But task force member Bernie Busher, former Colorado Secretary of State, feels more hopeful. The industry, I think, wants to be good neighbors. And they really want to find a way to work with local communities. Dusk is deepening now at the Ewing household. I'm in the front yard with Eric, his wife, Koki, and two young kids, Isabel and Damien. I can smell it. There is an unmistakable scent on the air, which they say is all too familiar. Right, it smells like fuel. I would describe it like as if somebody left on their pilot light. Their pilot light, totally. It's a smell the Ewings believe is responsible for rashes and nosebleeds in their children, headaches, congestion, and more for themselves. No matter what the task force comes up with, it's a smell which could absolutely cause them to pull up roots and leave. For Inside Energy, I'm Dan Boyce.